listen up. It's the number one voice of the tri-state. I'm number one. It, 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 it's, it's cooking, cooking up, up 2-1-5. So let the show begin. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. It's your girl Amber Graham. And this is Cooking Up 2 on 5, where we get you up close and personal with your favorite artists, entrepreneurs, shakers, and move makers. And today's guests, we have none other than Lee Mason. What's goody? What's up, y'all? Miss Lee. Welcome. Listen, we happy to have you here. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be a good job. I believe. Especially when you get in the kitchen. It's different. I don't, you know what I mean? You don't in the hot seat? I'm in the hot seat today, baby. Gotta try to get the tea. The tea for real, for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gonna start it off like though. We're gonna start with your with your ease, musical it's path. Ease into it. Ease up with right, it. I'm with that. I'm with that. So music was always a part of your life? Um, the, most definitely. Okay. When I was younger, my grandma, she uh, I grew up around all boys. I got a lot of, I got sisters too, but I got a lot of brothers, cousins. Mm-hmm. And my grandma put us in like a group we used to call the little rascals. Oh, for and real. I was like the lead singer. She had a singing Patty Labelle, Anita Baker. We oh, y'all was really, singing. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and my, my brothers and my cousins—they was just my background dancers. <laughs> and we were around to like different group homes and stuff like that. Oh, oh wow, that's super hard. Yeah, so my grandma loved music. It's always been like a staple in my family. That's dope. You and played you, the guitar when you was four. How you know? I can't play it now though. See. Maybe. You forgot you, you forgot to play? I got a little bit, a little bit. I can play the keys a very little bit, but that's it though. Was you nice at four? I don't I don't remember. You know, you, you know grandma <laughs> gonna tell you everything. She'd be like, I started you off. You was singing, uh-huh. you was blowing them out the water. Like Every you know. time she sees you. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know. That's crazy. I mean, I was singing the old people's songs we as, were as kids. Patty and Anita. That's if you could hit them joints, it's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you were able to keep up with Patty, it's a, you're a different ball game. Pat, yeah, because she liked that. Yeah, that ain't no joke. So then, even besides that, your cousin is married to Bianca from Major Figures? Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so he's not married you, to Bianca. He's married to Bianca's sister. Oh, Bianca's sister. So, yeah. But y'all grew, you grew up around Bianca. Yeah. Did that have any, like, influence on you wanting to become a rapper? Most definitely, because, you know, that era, that's when Philly was, like, on fire. You had State Prop, Major Figures. So we was just hyped to just be around. And yeah. they was moving. It was video shoots here. And yeah. my, my cousin, you know, rest in peace, because he, he passed away. But he was, mm. like, active. Like, he was one of them boys that... Yeah, he he around everything. He there, so he was always taking us with us to, with him too. So, yeah, that definitely pre- played a, a big part in my upbringing too. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause definitely back then, like now, you got Instagram. A lot of people are making it way faster than they were back then. Yeah. So it wasn't too many hood celebs. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. That was around like that. So when you knew somebody that was. On them labels was and shit lit. like that, yeah. yeah. And it gave you motivation because it's like, shit. you know, we was growing up, all we saw was everything on TV exactly. or in a magazine. So when you got to see somebody like up close and personal, you know, that was like lit. Yeah, no, for real. Now everybody stars. Everybody think they, you know what I mean? Everybody <laughs> lit. So. Everybody famous. That's yeah. right. No, back, back in the day, my dad used to tell me, he was like, man, all that shit fake. Them niggas ain't got all that money. <laughs> when we used to see like, uh, baby. Baby, you know, with all them cars. Those niggas don't own none of them cars. You, they don't worry wait, about none of that wait, shit. Wait, yeah. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, they got them cars. Yeah. I'm going to get me some of that rap right. money. But it was kind of true, though, right? Uh, here and there. Somehow it was that yeah. they had it, but this yeah. day, niggas this day still be doing that rich. But it wasn't really nobody exposing them. Exactly. Yeah, everything was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now yeah. you got the internet, everything so exposed. Yeah. yeah. Niggas is looking up your rental agreement. That ain't yours. 100%. Niggas pulling the paperwork out. So, your first 
big blow up was from a cipher that somebody posted. Like you were standing outside rapping in front of people, somebody recorded it and just posted it and it just blew up. Yeah, so it actually was just like a video. This one, like Facebook was the wave. Okay. And um, I always used to like freestyle with my friends just on some, this Chill one, shit. headshots and meek and reading all them was like the grimy street Thirsty, rap. yeah. And um, I used to just play around. I used to be like, yo, you really hot. But I never really liked attention like that. Like that mm. was never really my bop. But um, we get drunk. We in a bar. We ain't even supposed to be drunk. We underage. <laughs> And um, we get, they kick everybody out the bar. Like somebody wind up fighting the sun. This one nigga still fought and won the extra stuff. Before niggas start fought, shooting. Yeah, so they fought in the bar, kicked everybody out the bar. And this is my neighborhood bar too, down South Philly. Um, we out front of the bar and my cousin like, rap. I'm drunk. I just started rapping. And um, she recorded it, put it on Facebook. And it got like, it got some plays. It got some attention. And then somebody called me. I'm dead broke. I just dropped out of college, like mm. everything. I don't got no papers or nothing. And somebody called me, he like, yo, uh, how much you charge for a feature? And I knew what a feature was, but I didn't know. I'm like, $500? He like, bet, you could come to the studio, I'll give you 500 right now. And Jeez, I'm like, oh, oh bet, I ain't never been to the studio before or nothing. We go to the studio the next day, and we did like Up All Night, uh, Drake and Nicki joint. Okay, we did yeah. like a freestyle over that. And I just went in the booth and just rapped. You did it. It's the easiest $5 I've ever made. So I'm like, <laughs> bet. But I still wasn't taking rap serious. It was just like, oh, all right, that was 500 mm-hmm. And then it came again. Like, yo, how much you charge for a feature? I'm like, I didn't even have a rap name. Like, I wasn't even Lee Mason yet. It was just like, whatever my name was on Just, whatever. <laughs> just whatever my name was. Name is. So I go to the studio again. And then I'm like, oh, all right, this might, this yeah. might be it. And it just went from there. All this came from that video. All that came, all that came from the video. So then from there, I did the... I got called to do the ciphers at Sneaker Villa at this time. Right. Sneaker Villa was doing like the, the ciphers and everybody that was mm-hmm. rapping at the time. They called me like, yo, they, they doing an all-female cipher. Um, but they like, yeah, but they had the beats for a couple days. Like, it was it was that day. They like. Oh, so you ain't get the beats. Yeah, I ain't time. get the beats. It was, they okay. called me like that same day. They like, you want to do it? I'm like, I don't care. And I went, and that's when I had met, um, at the time, like, the chicks that was popping. Zay Bucks, Lean yeah, Bean. Lean Bean. And, I um, think I seen that cypher, Yeah, that too. was the first cypher, cypher that I did. Then from there, that's when I really started getting, like, a lot of buzz, traction. I met Diamond Cuts, and she was like, yeah, we going ball. Mm. And she wound up playing me on the radio, I think, maybe, like, two months later. It, that, that first year took off fast. Like, everything just moved Sheesh. fast. Like, I'm talking about... I started opening up for every major artist that was coming to the city. And then that following year is when I met, well, I, knew, I already knew Meek, but that's when Meek was like, I kept opening into him out of the city. Like, right. I, I was, I was started moving around. Like, once I peeped, like, oh, I got some traction here, but we got to get it everywhere get else. Everywhere. You start going yeah. to Atlanta, D.C., everywhere in between. Mm. And I kept bumping into Meek. He like, yo, you really grinding. Yeah. And he like, um, the day of Powerhouse. He like, you coming to Powerhouse? I'm like, yeah, he like, I'm going to sign you. Mm. Like, I'm going to bring you out. That's I had just messed my knee up. I'm limping. <laughs> I got bad knee. Everything. My mom like, you got to get your walk together. You yeah, walk together. <laughs> so all, yeah. the, all of that happened, like, literally within a year. It just took That's off. That's crazy. Yeah. All of a That's something crazy. that was not planned it at was all. Not, I didn't even want to do it. I, still, to this day, I don't like attention. Like, I never I never was, like, the person who wanted fame or wanted. I yeah. never wanted that. It just, I know it can, I know what come with it, but I never dreamed or planned to, like, be a rapper. I That's always crazy. loved music. And I knew I knew how to do it, but I, it was yeah. never like my passion at first. Grandma was setting you up. Grandma set me up. She, she going to tell you every time you see too. Yeah, she, yeah. Yep. She, she put that thing together. 100%. That's wild. So 2012, was that when uh, Meek signed you? When he dubbed you his first yeah, lady? Yeah, 2012. Powerhouse 2012. 
And you you did a contract with uh with Dream Chasers. Yeah, yeah. I was signed to Dream Chasers for like three years. Three years, yeah, yeah. three years contract. So how did that how did that work out for you? Um, I took what I took from it. Like I learned a lot. Like one thing I say about me is hustle unmatched. Mm. Like when I got around him, um, and I'm in the studio. I was used to like being in the studio twelve hours at a time, but I'm going to the studio with him. And then my eyes, like he made it. You know, Meek was like the the bread one in front of the city right, at this yeah, time. So yeah. when I go to his sessions, he's sleeping in the studio twenty four hours straight. So I'm like, oh, I got up my hustle. Mm. So um, then I went on my first tour with Meek. I went my first time out the country. So I learned a lot from him. I met a, I met a lot of people, um, a lot of situations. I met a lot of people at the labels. I got some features off of it. So I learned a lot from from being around right. him, and I took what I took from it. But that was like my first time being on stages outside of the city and mm-hmm. L.A. We my first tour, like we performing in L.A. and I'm controlling the crowd, like I'm wowing the crowd to the point they're like, "Yo, how you do that?" Mm. So like I learned a lot from being, you know, being around him. Yeah. And the crazy part is that a lot of people would assume, like you said, he on, he getting money. You definitely don't see that side of where he's spending 24 hours in the yeah. studio. Meek Hustle was different. Like, even still to this day, you know, he well established now. At that time, Meek was just getting his foot in the door. Yeah. So I feel like that was that was kind of why um, he couldn't pour a whole lot into the label. Because at the time, it was me, Lil Snoop, Jordan, Louis V. Gutter okay. um, was signed to Dream Chasers. And... You know, a lot of people be like, "Why, why me can't do this, or why me can't, you know, take you to the next level?" He's but it still was like, early on his own. yeah, he was just getting his foot in the door, like he yeah. was just getting established. So he are he was trying to shake and move his own with his with himself. So oh, I'm shit. like, all right, what can we take from this? Like, hey. I ain't about to complain or do nothing. You know what I mean? How, what can, how can we make something shake from it too? Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? I used the name, I used what I could use from it, and I just went. Yeah. That's the way it's supposed to go. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, sit back and they be expecting. Somebody to really control everything, yeah, put 100%. you on this pedestal, take care of everything for you. Like, you still got grind. Mm-hmm. I feel like even with labels, let's say you the guy signed to Universal, they still expecting you to go get especially, busy on your own. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, especially nowadays, like, they give you the bag and be like, figure it out. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hire who you want to hire. Yeah. We just want to double check shit when it's done. And we just going to collect on the back end. That's how they eat off us. Mm-hmm. So it's like some people just not used to that grind and that hustle. That's where you get those uh, one hit wonders and shit like that where 100%. they came up before like like me. He put in 10 years before he even got to the big stage. You know yeah, what I'm saying? We, we grew with me. Like we saw the nappy braids. We seen exactly. the, the homegirl. Like we saw all of it. Yeah, I think that's what we be missing. Though. I'll be telling it takes some work. This shit is work. Now, nowadays, everybody just look anybody can rap. Like you go say ABC one, two, three and it might crazy. take off. Maybe. If it's a good hot ABC, you know what I mean? It just got me fired. It don't, though. Listen, don't. Some got, niggas be trash. But if you get the people to fuck with it. A lot of niggas is trash. Let's call it spade and spade. This shit is trash right now. It really yeah. is. Like, this music got terrible. It'd it be some hit trash. But you know ain't no, and you don't had to, before you had you. to have some type of talent. Like, if you was singing, you had to know really, really know how, how to sing. sing. Yeah. If you was rapping, you had to have your own flow or you had to know how to catch the beat, ride the beat, whatever it was. Now it's like, you ain't even got to know how to sing. You go and dump a whole lot of auto-tune on it. Mm-hmm. And, you say, and everybody can sing. Everybody can rap. So it's no talent no more. Right. You feel me? Like, anybody could, could really do it. All you need to do nowadays is know how to market. 100%. If you can get Instagram on your TikTok. side or TikTok on your side, you lit. YouTube. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're gone. You're done. It's a done musky. You lit. That's all they care about is the numbers. The image. Too. So I definitely think that's what that's what fucks up the game a lot. Like, I feel like that's why music is where it is now. 100%. With the drill shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody don't fuck with drill music, but it's so prominent because 
social media controls everything. Whatever trends. Exactly. So they so doing whatever's trending. All yeah. the young motherfuckers on social no media, so they digging it, it up. Yeah. Making people kill. They, that's why they want to kill now. Shoot, mm-hmm. shut up. No, that's yeah, a It's fact. a lot. It's just, it's just different. Yeah. I be working with artists now, like the younger artists, because I got a, a label too. We started a label, Uh-oh. me and my manager. Um, I'm sorry. So, and we do like artist development. We get the, you know, like the new artists signed to the labels. And just they hustle, even they hustle. It's like they really don't want it. Like I'm, I'm coming from, I'm in between two eras. So I'm, I'm in between, like I said, like the, where you see, we seen Reed and we seen Joey Jahad. We seen Meek and them really hustling to get a deal. Like, mm-hmm. or to even walk into a label. Right. Beans and all of them. Like we seen State Prop glow up. And then I, I was caught right in the middle where like, I still was doing street promo when I first started rapping. CDs still was just CDs just was dying down, yeah. but mixtapes still was a thing. I was selling mixtapes out the trunk. Mm. We was going and stapling posters on a on a on a pole, like you That's know what crazy. I mean. We still had that street hunger too. Right. Then it turned into the internet, so I was caught right in the middle. The, this generation, they don't know nothing about street promo or a mixtape or nothing. You could upload a song, you could record a song on your phone. Now. Facts, literally, yeah. like auto tune and everything. Everything. Right on the phone. Right on your phone. And Put upload it right on your phone. I can upload a song in 10 minutes. Yeah. And, you know, we ain't had them type of resources back then. So now it's like, they don't really know about, they go in the studio, they want to be in the studio for two hours. And then they want, to, they want the A1 studios from the rip. You get a new artist, they, you take them into like a RA studio. You they know, like you I'm like, y'all recording in closets, y'all yeah. tripping. Like, they want to go right to Bat Cave. Yeah, and shit like they want to go right to the, the, the big A8 Studio A type, yeah. type situation. Like they take don't, me up quiet. They don't really know nothing about the hustling, and a lot of a lot of them don't have the talent, so they don't have the passion. It's just like, mm. oh, I can eat off of this. I might can make it off of this and make some bread. Mm. So it's just like they treat it different. What is it? What do you think the difference is? Like, why do you think? Motherfuckers don't feel as passionate about it as we used to back then. You ain't got work hard for it. Is it so easy? I had to work. Yeah. Like, I worked. To really get your name out there, you definitely had to work. Now social it's media like, wasn't as powerful. And now everything is gimmicky. You could go and mm-hmm. shake your ass or do some silly shit on a, on a, on a phone and mm-hmm. go viral. Yeah. And then you take it, if you smart, you will take your viral moment, whatever it is, and Amplify off of it, but it's like now you ain't really got to put in no work. You ain't you ain't got had no talent, and it suck because it's the talented people sitting in the back. They don't know what to do because it's like how you maneuver through the bullshit. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, right. it's different. And it's wild. It sound like, different. Like yeah. when we was growing up, it was like we just talking about this. Like it was like ten hot records that went for like the whole year with just them 10 songs. Everybody knew every word to them 10 songs. Shit now, so fast. so much music to consume. You don't know who, who. Everybody sound the same. This new artist come out of this this way. It's like, it's so mm-hmm. much to consume. It's like, you don't even, nobody got favorite artists and stuff no more. Cause it's like, yeah. it's so much to, to, to I can't take keep in. up. Yeah. At this point, I just stopped researching new music. Yeah. I take whatever fall on my lap. I'm still listening to Friday right now, and that's just it. Like, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? I'm listening to his joint, and I'm rocking out. I like Friday too. Yeah, Friday. And that joint, that, the, the CD he just put out, or uh, I guess any CDs no more. He hard. <laughs> his joint is crazy. Like, that he got this joint though? empty. The come yeah, through joint come is through hard, hard, but the empty stomach joint. I chasing my dreams. Yeah, that's hard. He heavy. I was like up in VIP. What? Oh my god! Because you can relate to it. Like, like yeah. it's still something that people can relate to. But um, what we were just talking about, I feel like the people's length of their fame is about to start getting less and less. Like, I feel like the significance of being famous now for music, whatever, is dying down. It's like, 
Not Nothing even to, just music though, just period, like faint because everybody yeah. lit. Everybody yeah. think or think they lit. And mm-hmm. attention span is less, so you're having your 15 minutes of fame, then it's who's the next artist. Yes. Right. 100%. Like, I'm like, where is it headed? Yeah. Where is it headed when you look at it like that? That's the crazy part. Like, I, that's what I be wondering. Like, where is this shit going? Because normally you could catch or understand where the shift is, is headed. It's really hard to figure out. And we were just talking behind the scenes about like the, the AI shit now. So now how they got the AI that could duplicate the rapper's voice and shit like that. that. He's like, it's going to get real freaky. We was talking, me and Langston, we like, the labels eventually, they trying to get niggas to stop it. But we think that they going to start using it to their benefit. Because it's like, imagine if you want a Drake hook and then we could just computerize a Drake hook and sell it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if I got rights to Lee Mason... I could use Lee Mason voice Is as it? I please because you signed that contract. I mean, I could get freaky with it, make the bag, and you get 10%. Nah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Going, and they're going to do it because shit. it's it's easier. Like, they, they always they go for the easy. bullshit, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, why wouldn't I? I don't got to deal with the artist. Yeah. Yeah. Cut them Artists out. is a lot to deal with. You yeah. feel me? So we just like, want your likeness. Sign this yeah. paper for your likeness, please. Crazy. And then you take it, you know, we make up most of the industry is our people. You feel me? So, and we don't know no better, so... You take any average kid from the hood, male or female, and they don't know nothing. You sit them at a late table with a label, and they say, "Yeah, we gonna give you two hundred fifty thousand dollars up front." Mm-hmm. They taking it. They not even. They barely even reading the contract reading because the contract. it's. They looking at it like I can get my mom up out of here. Yeah. I go buy a chain. I could go buy a car, and they gonna sign it. They mm-hmm. ain't even gonna go get no lawyer. And the labels ain't telling you you should go get a lawyer to look this over. Nah, they want you to sign it. So it's like, it's a lot of manipulation in the game. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And they, they use it, too, because they, oh, yeah. they get you, they bring in your favorite artist that's on their label, you know what I'm Let saying? Let them get your Smooth feature you over. real quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take a picture with him. And you, would, you. you would think that we would learn by now because they've been doing it for so long. Like, a lot, of, a lot of our favorite artists growing up, especially, like, in the 90s, them R&B groups. And they all talk they, about how they, they got fucked They wasn't getting over. no money. Yeah. Like, they was, they was raping them. Mm-hmm. Pure timeless, like, and that's timeless music. Like that music is the music that that's still, still to this day. Yeah. So they would be still getting a, a great profit right and now. They don't get nothing because they ain't know nothing about paperwork. Like that. the right paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. that's the crazy part. I mean, you got dudes. I seen a Diddy like documentary. He act like he ain't do nothing wrong to total and everything like that. But it'd be like, where did y'all fuck up at? Like how? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At no point did you correct this. No course correct at all. You just slide down that rabbit hole and just let it go. Anything to get out the hood a little bit. So not only did you have a deal with Dream Chasers, you also had a deal with Rough Riders? Yeah, it was something like that. We ain't gonna get into that. Though. We ain't gonna get into that yeah, situation. I ain't allowed to say nothing too much on camera. All right. I'm still in like litigation with that. So. Oh shit! All right, we're gonna leave that one where it's yeah. at. Yeah, but you've been on it. You've been working. Yeah, for sure. So after music, you made your way on the TV. Yeah, I did. I did a reality show. Yeah. How was mm-hmm. that? It was interesting. Um, it was different because again, like I ain't really the. Attention person, I ain't really like no drama type. You keep either. saying you ain't the attention person. I'm really not. Like, I'm the handsomest and the little rascals. I'm going to eat the camera, up, the, the you know camera I mean? up when I'm in the camera. Yeah. But I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But with the TV show, it was like, I'm not like a drama type person. Like, that mm-hmm. never really been my bop. Like, if I'm fighting, I'm fighting because I absolutely got to. I ain't, right. no, I ain't no bitch though. But I'm just saying, like, that. Ne- I never like confrontation. So it's like with reality shows, that's what make reality push shows. That, right? That's you what they push so, for. Um, when they had hit me for the show, I actually 
got contacted by Eleven Hip Hop New York and then the Sisterhood of Hip Hop, which is the show I did. They contacted me at the same time, um, two different offers. So I took both meetings just to see. But from the rip, I'm like, I ain't doing no reality show. And my team like, oh, just be open minded. Let's just take the meeting. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. So we take the meeting with Love and Hip Hop first and. Love and Hip Hop knew all my business. Like, I'm talking about stuff <laughs> that nobody else knew. I'm like, how the fuck y'all know all my they business? They're like, yeah, so we want this person on the show. And I'm like, how you even know I was, what I'm saying? Like, that, yeah. was my, that was my sneaky link. How you know about my, so I'm <laughs> like, oh, nah, I ain't doing this. Uh, and then the uh, number they was offering me, I'm like, I felt disrespected. Like, y'all tripping. Uh, on top of the number they was offering me, they like, you got to get yourself to New York. You got to handle your own glam. And then it's the number we're going to give you per episode. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we ain't doing that. Mm. So when I took the meeting with the Sisterhood of Hip Hop, mm. the number was marvelous. And they like, you know, they was giving me creative control. Like, they like, you don't got to get on here and do nothing you don't want to do. Like, mm. you could create your storyline, like, whatever it is that you got going on. So I'm like, cool. They like, you know, but a little drama will help. <laughs> like, and I had a lot going on, like, relationship-wise at the time. And they like, can we put that on here? And I'm like, nah. You was like, this is real. This, I'm really going through shit. this shit. Like, yeah. I'm not putting this on there. But, um, Love yeah, hip -hop so. Been all in that shit. They would have been. They was in it. Yeah, they knew it. They knew it before. before I'm like, yeah. damn. But, um, yeah, I did the Sister of the Hip Hop. It was cool. It was a good experience. Um, But, like I said, like, that was a, the show wasn't super drama-filled. Mm -hmm. Um, it was more so like the journey following. I think it was five of us, five female right. rappers from yeah. all over. Um, I know the one girl. She she acting now. Saya, yeah. yeah. She do acting and shit like that. I seen that she played on. Yeah, she been, she been in a couple she been in a couple joints. Yeah. Um, so I clicked with like Brianna. That's my girl, Brianna Perry. Um, everybody else was cool on the show. Yeah, we did one season. Um, and they actually offered us a spinoff, me and Brianna, because we got real tight during the show. We shot a video, the video took off, the song took off. Mm. Um, they offered us a spinoff, but at the time, Oxygen, we was on Oxygen. Mm. Oxygen was getting bored out by, I can't even tell you the name, but they was getting bored out by some somebody, mm. so it was like, it was just a lot of BS, and they like, oh, we gonna come circle back around in a year, and then, you know, a lot changed in the year, so yeah. after that, we like, yeah, I'm cool. And then probably like COVID and all that, you probably end up here yeah, too, yep. right? Not too long after that, yep. Yeah, so COVID definitely put a lot of shit Put a damper to a lot yeah. of shit. So what? What? This is always a question I always had. Like, well, you you said they was giving you creative control. I wish it was oh, on Love Hip Hop because I was wondering, like, was they like pushing a lot of shit? Like, was they was a lot of shit manufactured through them? Oh, one They scoped a lot of yeah, that shit. Like, so say me and you, or say we we on the show and they know we beefing. Mm -hmm. They say, yeah, you gonna go do cooking up today. Mm -hmm. And they like, yeah, you gonna do cooking up at seven p.m. Just going to do this interview, but they're going to send her to the same place. So they're going to set you up and like them. Mm. And then they're going to let whatever happened happen from there. But okay. a lot of it, some of it is staged. Some of it is. But I can say with that show was pretty authentic. Like okay. almost everything that you saw, at least with, with my storyline. I don't know about everybody else, but because um, I, I don't know. I don't know how to, you know, we different. We, like, we cut, yeah, yeah, we yeah, cut different. So it's like, I'm not doing shit. all that. Like, I'm not fake arguing. Who, fake, yeah. who the fuck fake argues? Like, yeah. so it was pretty, I think most of the girls' storyline was like pretty authentic. But like I said, they would, they would send us, if we ain't like each other, they would send us to the same place unknowingly. Like, we right. wouldn't, I wouldn't know she was going to be there. She wouldn't know I was going to be there. Oh, okay. So then once we there, now it's like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. So it was like little stuff like that. that they like, did. oops. And I then it just so happened, it just so happened like the night before I flew to LA to do like the paperwork and stuff for the show, I got yeah. robbed. Oh, 
like in real life. A lot of people thought like, because that was part of my storyline. Yeah. They thought I like faked it. They I'm like, I ain't faking no life. robbery. Yeah, I like literally got robbed that night. I had went to the mall. I got set up too. Like I figured I was set me up and all that. But oh, I went man. to the mall. I'm getting some clothes. I'm like, I'm about shit. to go out of LA. No, we. I was here. Oh, this was here. Yeah, I was. Oh, I was shit. home. About to fly to LA the next morning. So I go to KOP. I go grab some pieces, all that. Mm-hmm. And they wind up robbing me that night. So when I go to, they took my computer. Every, they took the whole mm-hmm. will. So every, my computer, everything all my hard drives, it. all my music, huh? everything in the car. So when I get to the show, they like, yeah, we need your music. I'm like, I ain't even got the shit to get y'all. Like, they stole the hard drive. They like stole it. I'm like, yeah, I got robbed. They like, you know, this this white people production team. They like, Rob, yes, we're putting that on the show. Like, I'm like, what? But so that was like, uh, y'all getting excited. Yeah. Yeah. I still gotta get my laptop back. And they're like, oh, well, you're okay though, right? Like, you, now you ask me, but yeah. <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. So they like use that um, as part of the storyline for the show and all that too. Okay. That's dope. That's what it is. Yeah. So uh, I know you got a lot of new things you're working on and working towards, but we're going to get into that after we get into this food. You ready to eat? Yes. I'm it's starving. Time. You ready, Ann? Yes, I'm starving. What we Listen. got? What's on the menu? Listen, we're going to find out. We're about to get into it right now. This your boy, Smooth. This your girl, Amber Graham. We got Lee Mason with us. I already Cooking know. Cooking up two and five. We'll be right back. Let's Time go. Time to eat. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Smooth, and it's Cooking Up 215. Listen. We got some advertisement slots. I know a lot of people got a lot of products and some things that they want to share with the world. We'll partner with Cooking Up and we'll help get your product or your service or whatever it may be out to the world. If you got products and you want to do product placement, if you have music and you want to see your music on the show, you want to put your commercial on the show, let us know. We got slots available. Hit us up. Get your slot now. Let's go. It's our favorite part of the show. That's your favorite. Yes, sir. Ah, chef. What you got cooking? You already know. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth, and it's my favorite part of the show. It is time to get into that food. And today's chef, we have Miss Chef Diva, aka Diva Clarissa. Hello. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming. You know what I'm saying? You don't normally cook for people, so I feel special. Yeah, I really don't. Um, this is my first time actually, you know, sharing because I normally cook for friends and family and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I'm known for dancing, so this okay. is something different. different. For you. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you told me your tacos is like to die for. So these are walnut meat and mushroom tacos. Um, I transitioned into more of a plant-based diet because of, you know, more of health reasons. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I eat dairy and cheese, I get bloated and just, um, I don't be know. having an effect on your skills. <laughs> it's just you don't. You dance the same when you eat yogurt? Yeah. Hey, yo, not <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> so, yeah, I made that with, I also made like a mango sauce. That goes on top with um, mangoes, tomatoes, cilantro, and some other ingredients. You know, I can't share everything. It's but it's going to taste good. So, yeah. And then I have some um, Spanish rice topped with the mango salsa on top. It's looking delicious. It's smelling good. I definitely cannot tell that this is plant-based at all. Mm-hmm. This meat is... Well, I shouldn't I, have see, told you just so you'll be like... Yeah. Yeah. It was a surprise. She yeah. wouldn't be surprised she dropped it. <laughs> I should have told y'all. Like, everybody's like, <laughs> like what? what? What is it? She said, walnut meat. 
Oh man, take that back. <laughs> right. No, this this looks delicious though. It's dripping. I like it. So besides this, like you said, you're known for dancing. So mm-hmm. what exact type dancing do you do? So I do choreography, um, hip hop. I studied in, um, I trained rather in Philadelphia. I went there from three to eight. And then I did um, hip hop on the dance team in high school. And then now I'm working on opening my own studio. So um, I teach, I'm going on my fifth year anniversary and um, I'm actually about to have my first Hill showcase where it's going to be a competition for like the community to compete is going to be first, second and third place um, cash prize. And then there's going to be some special guests. I'm not going to announce that yet, but it's some special guests that are going to be the judges of the showcase. This is going to be in July. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. But, um, honestly, I'm going to be honest. I was thinking about like getting more into like, um, a food, a vegan food restaurant, because I feel like Philly doesn't really have um, a variety of different vegan restaurants. Because mm-hmm. vegan is not boring. Yeah, let's no, say you that get, you could get freaky with it. Right, y'all not seasoning some, it right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? <laughs> like everything. That's all we, we just has, need more like, black people to get into it. Because right. I think that's the, probably the problem. Like back in the day, vegan shit always came from. Blending is bland, yeah, no season, unseasoned. Like regular tofu, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> right. why we don't fuck with it. So, yeah, yeah so um, that's just, you know, some other thing right now. But um, but for now, we're going to stick to the tacos. Yeah, so when y'all <laughs> see the Chef Diva tacos coming out, it was cooking up, you know what I'm saying? We put that play together. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate you. We can't wait to see how this meal, you know, tastes. We're going we're gonna to keep it a bean. Keep it a bean. That's what we do. <laughs> Let the people know where they can follow you, how they can keep up with everything you got going on. Okay, so my IG is Diva Clarissa underscore M. And then I have my um, dance page, which is Hills of Still. So you can follow me on either one of those. Um, I also teach hill classes. Probably in like two more weeks, I'll be having that and tour classes coming up. So stay on the lookout for that. I'm going to the tour classes. <laughs> I'm not twerking now. I'm just going to yeah. be there. Right, you gonna watch it. Let me bring the cameras. <laughs> but uh, y'all already know who it is. Your boy Smooth. Let's cook another two and five, Chef Diva. Let's get to this food. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. It's your girl Emma Grand. We still here with Lee Mason. Yeah, know it. Listen, Chef Diva just laced this. Laced this with something special too, cause this is a vegan meal, so we we ain't healthy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We real healthy. And it looks just like ground beef. So yeah, I don't you know really how she did that. You really can't She got tell. the mango sauce on top. That's looking good. Drippy, you know what I'm saying? All right, what, we, what we trying first? We, we got options. Yeah, we got soft and hard tacos. Soft taco first, right? Ain't that what we said? It's right, soft yeah. and hard. It's crazy. Pause. <laughs> this shit. We gonna go for the soft, Tracy. We going for the soft. We going soft? Yeah. We ain't trying to go so. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 That's been hitting. I like it. Okay. I like it. Definitely don't taste like mushrooms. Yeah. It's mushrooms there. Yeah. I feel like personally, you can't really tell that it's not meat. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it got a cool bite. It's healthy. Still tastes good. The mango. 
and give it a nice little fruity taste. It do. Mm. We give it like a refreshing taste. It's some type mm-hmm. of nuts in here. Walnuts. Walnuts. All right, I, I can taste the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, what? Yo. What's <laughs> They been acting real wild in this junk. Real wild in these. Y'all missed a lot of junk. They acting real crazy over these hard and soft tacos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I gotta chill. Yeah, this is good though. Right. Thank you, thank you, Miss D. Delicious. It's really delicious. I like that it has a zing to it. Even the rice mango. got a little zing mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Hot sauce. The rice with the mango. Whatever that is, she put on the rice, like that mango stuff. She put oh. on the rice is good. Go you trying to have sauce with me? I'm gonna try yeah, I try some. Everything or uh, just the taco. Uh, taco. Uh, taco. Mm. I thought you had cheese in yours. It do like a cheese, but I that's amazing. Because the crazy part, I'm not like really like a super duper hot, hot, hot. Mix the fruit with the oh. mix the fruit with the fruits type ball. Yeah, but it will well. But it works. It, it works, works right here. Real yeah. good. Yeah. We'll go together. All right. You might taste real with the hot sauce. Mm. Okay. It's good. All right, that's cute. Yeah, that's good. Mm. I ain't gonna hold you. That shit good to me. That's good. That's your power. Yeah, I done licked my finger and egg, man. You know what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> yeah, today. Clean my hands off like a problem. Yeah, it's today is epic. <laughs> but. They got a fresh taste to it, too. Like They yeah. really do. Like, refreshing. Like, some, like, in the summertime, too, this would be on a hot day. Very We just shot it out back. This would have been wet. Today. It would have been super lit. It would have been perfect. But, um, let's get back into it. Miss Lee Mazer. So, right now, you got your own print shop. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. What, first off, what made you get into a print shop? So, um, the little hot hit my hit the back of my throat. <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> um, I'm the type of person like I don't really like waiting for stuff like I'll, I'll pay for good work quality work whatever it is mm-hmm. but if i gotta wait if you tell me a certain time and i gotta wait longer than that mm-hmm. i'll probably figure out how to do it myself mm-hmm. so that's kind of how the shirts came about um i actually was going on my first tour or actually my second tour and i needed merch done mm-hmm. throwing the crowd just to promote right and, um i put in an order for shirts he like yeah i had these back to you in a week and i did it early too like a month before we left Mm. It took him the whole month to do, and it wasn't a lot of shirts. He didn't even have them ready when we was about to leave. So he like, I could just mail them to one of y'all first locations. Mm-mm. I'm like, but when we get back, I'm learning how to do my own shirts. Learn how to do my own shirts, but we was just doing it for us. Like, right. you know what I mean? But people would stop like, oh, who do your shirts? Who do your shirts? And I'm like, damn, it's, it's like a demand for this. Like, same thing with graphics, um, cover art, and putting out music mm-hmm. same thing i'm a i'll pay you if you know what you're doing i don't have no problem with supporting my people you know what i mean but right. if it's, it become a hassle or i gotta wait super right, long do it yourself and i'm paying you it's like oh yeah no nah. so I'm, i learned how to do graphics too and then boom a light bulb went off it's like mm. everybody need graphics everybody start business this one like black business was really really taking off like especially mm-hmm. in our neighborhoods and stuff so everybody needed logos everybody needed t-shirts uniforms all of that so i saw the demand for it and first, I was pressing them right out of my mom's basement. Mm. And I moved, got my own spot, put one room, made it like the, the shirt hub. We were just yeah, making shirts in, there. shirts in that room. And then it, it just took off, and I wound up grabbing the building. Mm. 
Yeah, so it's fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super everybody fire. need that for real. Everybody looking for them. Yeah. I'm looking for some. I'll hit you up. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for some print, some shit. I got you. It's part of the game now at this point. Like, it goes hand in hand with having a brand. Yep. At this we, point, it's kind of like whatever you do, you need shirts. And we help, like, if you start in a new business, um, I link up with CMP. They do, like, LLCs and all of that. So I link with a lot of different businesses. So if you come in, and it's like, hey, I'm starting a clothing line, or hey, I'm starting a cleaning company, but I don't know where to start. Like, we can help you navigate through all of that too. Like, we help mm-hmm. you get your LLC, we help you um, get, we do your logo, we do websites, so a little bit of everything. Um, Cause you know, like, we all we got. Mm, that's fair. Don't nobody really support us but us. So it's like, you know what I mean? We got, we got to one hand wash the other. Yeah, yeah, we, got so we big on like just helping pull other businesses up. Collaboration, collaboration sure. is key. It's like once people understand that, shit go way smoother. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot we can do together for so more than trying to be separate all the time. I feel like we kind of getting it now, though. You see a lot of businesses linking up. You see a lot of people reaching back. Like if they made it to a certain part, I feel like that's like key in any industry. It's like you got to reach back. You got to help somebody else because it's free. You got to give up free game at some point. Mm -hmm. We got it in some capacity. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't be wanting to do that. That's where we be going wrong as our community. Every mm-hmm. other race supports the shit out of each other. They keep their dollars in house. That's yeah, okay. and we the only ones that's against we against our own kind. Right. It's, it's conditioning. We've been conditioned sure. to be like this. For sure. You know what I mean? We way behind everybody right. else too. So yeah, it's a exactly. it's a lot of factors to it. But you know, the sooner we all partake in what we could do do about it, then we'll see the change. We'll see the change for sure. For sure. I feel like another thing our culture needs to get a grip on that other cultures have a grip on already is like not feeling like we need to show our money on us because I feel like they feel like if you don't, if you're not wearing a certain amount of something, you don't have it or mm-hmm. you're not getting to a bag or you don't have no motion, but everybody don't move like that. Some people really have the bag and don't, and don't care about wearing right. that. So and they, they, they might have before, but they, exactly. And, drive regular and they're making cars. investments and, and the money you know nothing bag. about, you're not yeah. seeing it. Shit. But, but that, again, that's conditioning too. Yeah, I'm about to say that's. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Like you, it feel good when you could go buy your watch. It really mm-hmm. do. It might only be for a moment. Cause yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Them board stuff, and I'd be like, damn, like it. It felt good then, but like I ain't had to buy it. Don't it. Be, it don't really. But it's like it's conditioning. It's what we, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we, you look, especially if you scrolling on social media all day, and you looking at everybody, especially like a young mindset. You take. The youth right now, mm-hmm. they exposed to way more than we exposed to. Fence. That we was exposed to, yeah. should I say. Right. So when they scrolling, they trying to keep up with us. Mm-hmm. They see watches, they see designer this, cars. Mm-hmm. So they, they think they got to keep up with that. So everybody be wanting yeah. what they see. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, all, this, all like this material stuff don't mean nothing. Real shit. I mean, see, the thing is, too, with us, we come from not having nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Let's say those, those other cultures, for instance. Even when they had shit, they always was like that. You know what I'm saying? So Jews, for instance, they always had a bag. Mm-hmm. They never went and bought Gucci. They never went and bought this. So that's just what they used to. For us, it's like we Part never had culture. shit, but we always wanted those things. Yeah. So now as soon as you get a little money, what you going to do? I'm going to get that shit I always wanted. You know what I mean? Even though after you spend that thousand dollars on some shoes, you'd be like, Damn, the Damn, fuck? I could have, I could have, <laughs> yeah. 
And then you nowadays, don't stop that money. <laughs> and nowadays, once you spend that and you post it, now it's more or less. It's like, damn, I don't even yeah. want to wear these again. Niggas already seen me with these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One outfit tonight. Yeah, you got niggas who only now. Y'all know y'all going to my gram. You're gonna see shit a couple times because I don't play that. Them pieces cost a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Different shirt. We gonna flex this motherfucker a whole lot of different. Yeah, different shoes, different lanes. We gonna make this shit make sense because I'd be damned if I buy. Some shit for a thousand dollars. But that's the one. point too of buying the quality pieces so they last. So I'ma wear this shit a couple times. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think it's about balance too. Like it's 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 embedded in our culture now. Like our mm-hmm. music is is and with all our TV shows, everybody drip drippy. Like it yeah. is a part of our culture. It's but part it's of our like culture. if you learn if you know fi- financial stability and financial literature, that's li- what we literacy, then yeah. then you know what I mean? You know how to balance it. Like, all I right. Think that's exactly I could go buy that. these shoes for a thousand dollars, but I'm gonna go put five into some type of investment at, the, at the same time. You know, gonna make some money. I, I that's what we missing. Yeah. We don't. We don't know money. Nobody yeah. taught us money because yep. they ain't no money. Our parents ain't no money. Right. Yep. Our grandparents ain't no money. You know what I mean? We like the for real for real, the generation that's that started out. Money. Yeah. So now thing. it's like, all right, you get your first couple of dollars. The first thing you want to do is like you said, you want to go. You want to go get the, the designer. The you want to go right. gra- grab a car. You want to go buy something that you always wanted. Like we be hyped to go get bust down, buy watches and all of that. But mm-hmm. it's like. Sometimes once you get it, you be like, damn, I, I ain't had to do that. But now it's like, all right, I got it out the way. Now my my next big lump sum now of money. Now you learn that. Yeah, I'm now about to go I'm going to go make an investment. Yeah, I'm right. about to go make this make sense. So oh, it's shit. like, you know what I mean? It's, That's it's the thing. If, 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 if we teach to the culture, I think that, like you said, this is the generation where they learn it now. But that's all we're missing. Because I feel like getting fly has always been part of our culture. You know what I'm saying? If you look back, the Egyptians and all that shit, they was always dripping in gold. The motherfuckers was bust down before bust down was a bust down. You know what I'm saying? They was iced out before ice was out. Them niggas was always lit. So it was like, that's part of us. So we we are them. So we still carry the same essence that they carry. So I think the only difference is now is that we got to learn that, okay, I can get bust down later. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to take my first bag and go get bust down. Yeah. Take this bag and go make a bag, cause that's where I be at with it. Like yeah. a lot of motherfuckers get that bag and they be on some. Okay, I want to go do this to my crib. I want to go do this to my will. Like nah, bro, make that money, make money, and then and go, then go do that, that shit. You know what I mean? Turn that ten to twenty. Now take that ten and yeah. go fuck that ten up. And then you got another ten that you could go ahead and keep investing. You know what I'm saying? But once we get there, I feel like we definitely be in a better another place. Another thing I would say too is like traveling, like traveling and opening up your mind to. That's a, a whole fact. bunch of different stuff. I ain't really start thinking differently until I first time I went out the country. Like I said, it was with, with me. I actually crashed like on a four wheeler out there, broke I my back and that. everything. Oh wow! I but it that. still was one of my best trips yet because it like I just got to see something different. You know where we grow up at? We see the same stuff every day. Every so it's day. like they, they go somewhere and see some clear water and taste mm-hmm. some different food, and I'm like, damn, it's it's more to to, to the world than head. than what we see every day. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time I really felt like. Oh yeah, I want to get up out of where I'm from. Like you mm-hmm. know, we we get conditioned where we at. We be comfortable. Like it's That's we here is home. So it wasn't until I went. We went to Mexico, Cabo, and I'm like, damn, like it's pretty out here. Like it's mm-hmm. it's different. It made me want more. So I would say like a good in, investment to me is an investment because you mentally is taking you somewhere else. Traveling, right. like. You know what I mean? When it, if it if it's boiling down to, do I want to buy this five thousand dollar bag or I want to go take a trip? Take five, I'm going on a take trip. Take the trip. Yeah, yeah I would definitely. If you got to choose between one, I would definitely say take the trip because life's short too. Yeah, that's the crazy part. So all this shit niggas worry about buying, 
you can't take that shit with you when you go. But them experiences, you get the experience and hand it under your belt forever. You know what I'm saying? The jewelry and all that shit we wear. I feel like you don't learn until you do it. Yeah, that's what I say. See, like, that be the you, thing. Yeah, like, motherfuckers want to do it because they never did it. And after you do it, you be like, okay. All right. Yeah, the chain is, is just a chain. This shit is boring. Yeah. <laughs> and don't Real do nothing. Shit. Yeah, like, it's, okay, this shit is boring. Right. You know and, then we, and then when you realize, like, we all keeping up with a facade. Yep. Like, everything on the internet is a facade. Like, everybody comparing themselves to what you see when it's like, you see somebody bust down and... Mm-hmm. That shit is fake nine times mm-hmm. out of ten. And it's like you trying to keep up with him, man. His shit ain't even real. Or yeah. you trying to keep up with this this <laughs> relationship where you see everybody so in love like and he whooping her doors, ass or yeah. something. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like everything is a facade. So when you really think about like, what am I trying to keep up with? Yeah, yeah. Just keep up with yourself. Everything yeah. else out here don't mean shit. Yeah, that's a fact. People don't be tending to their spirit. It be all about material shit. Yeah, and that's why 100%. people's spirit be dead. Yeah. That's why we be heavy on the universe shit. We be locked in on conversation. Oh, 100%. Would you, like would you throw out what you're going to get back? Yeah, and people be like, it's, it's, it's on me, it's not in me. It's, it's in me, it's not, not on, on me. No, it's on you because <laughs> you ain't nothing without it. <laughs> like, for real, for real. No, that's be real. on that shit. I think, like you said, though, balance is key. Because once you're once you able to understand who you are, what you're looking for in the world, what you what you trying to leave as a legacy, right. you know what I'm saying? Once you fully understand, no, it's like, yeah, you can ball. And still have substance. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of these niggas be only balling. Yeah. It's all you know, bro. And it's clubs be, and the bottles. And nothing they be more. doing to get to and the And we top. be hustling Shit. backwards too though. Like like you said, but it's kinda like we conditioned. Like we'll run and go get that first and then think about everything else later. Mm-hmm. Where like you said, if we if somebody taught us and what we should be teaching the youth now is you get your bag, go invest it so it can make money for you whether that's starting a business you getting some stocks you what however it look for you like mm-hmm. do that so now you got some residual income coming in you right. got income passive income like it's always coming now you good mm-hmm. set yourself up all that stuff you can get later Facts. if at all you might not even you want might not even need it yeah, like, once you get the bag point, name, like, like, I'm really rich. it really don't, don't mean nothing it. like yeah. you you a lot of these people that got Everything that everybody feel like they want, a bunch of bags, a bunch of shoes, designer this, cars, they empty inside. Yeah. Like they, you know what I mean? They exactly. hurt. That's a fact. I'll, I'll take They're pieces really of it. Yeah. Peace is definitely important. But I definitely like the fact that you have a, a print shop. It's like, that was one of my things. Like I, I owned the lounge and all that shit before. It's like, we still, even when we open businesses, we chase certain things. We chase yeah. certain businesses. We chase all the different, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like to have though. that type of brick and mortar is a good joint. Yeah. Them type, like if you do it right, get the right clientele, stay about business, keep quality first, and all that shit. Make sure you keep your customers. That shit'll last forever. Yeah. It'll never stop. People always gonna wear clothes. They always gonna have the brand. It should'll last. You could pass it on, generation yeah. generation. So it's like when you be opening that other shit, the clubs. That shit is like. You got dead seasons. You know what I mean? But that's what any business does. A lot of shit, they tell you. That's what any business is. We got dead seasons. Yeah, got dead seasons too. Yeah, like end of the year, holiday season. Holiday Uh season almost dead for everybody. everybody Don't nobody got no. You know, it's cold. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like it's just you gotta learn learn the industry that you're in with anything that you're doing. Like, I just took my time to figure it out, and it ain't. I ain't get it on the first try. I had one shot before my first shop. I got. I threw the whole shop away, like everything. Like, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I start losing money. I'm like, you know, your first year of business is the hardest, the hardest, hardest year. You ain't gonna make no money for real, for real. Yeah, too. so they, 
Our community be the worst. When you get a business, they feel like automatically think, you yeah, get in the bag. Everybody think it's like, nah, you really got to put work in. Anything that you do, like, you really got to work for it. Mm-hmm. So. so, you also mentioned when you was uh, building a label. Yeah, so we actually um started a label called Chosen One Entertainment. That's dope. So we take artists, um, do development. Wherever they at, meet them where they at, vocal training, training on how to do interviews, stage presence, um, whatever oh, they They don't even need. be doing that no more they don't. in labels or something. They don't, because again, it ain't really, ain't even needed. Yeah. But, um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm coming from in between too, so I'd rather you be the best artist you could be than to sell yourself short. So we get them groomed, shoot a couple videos on them, like get them popping, and then the goal always is, you know, to get them into a situation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like we had... Pop Hunter, the Corvette, Corvette, okay. Corvette. Yeah, we we broke that record. That's hard. So we built him up. Um, yeah, so we just take in new artists and just build them up, get them to the label. All right, so you brought up Pop Hunter. Did it fuck up anything when his whole shit was hitting the internet about his? I mean, past yeah, clearly everybody did because he that that you know messed up some motion. But I, mean, I think a lot of it was like where we from. Like it's just you know what I mean because I seen this same situation happen. To artists in different cities, different places. And they still be. They took. They took off. Boston Richie. But it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's their business. I don't. I don't speak on, <laughs> yeah. on nobody rap business like that's their business. But mm-hmm. it's just hair. Like Philly, we different. Like, get from the curse sometimes. Some shit, certain shit, not accepted at all. Yeah, it's like it's, if you can make it out. A lot of people say like, if you can make it out of New York, you're good. But you see a lot of people make it out of New York. You can make it out of Philly. Like that's yeah. something different. It's really. A lot of people hit a ceiling here, and I can relate to that. You feel me? Like, you hit a ceiling, it's like, damn, how, how do it's I bust through the ceiling? Yeah. Because right. it's like, we tough. We a tough crowd. We don't take no shit, and we, as a whole, and I'm not speaking on anybody individually, but, like, here is like, don't nobody, want, don't nobody really want to see you make it unless they got a part of that unless shit. Unless they part of it. Yeah. So it's like, That's well, him... As fast as they was loving him, is as fast as they was like, oh, no, fuck young boy. They couldn't wait to find a reason. Yeah, like, they, they, they'll find anything to try to pull you down on your come up. And that's for anybody. It's just, it's sad that it's like that, but it means where we from. He love was wasn't really real. They was just dick riding because he was moving. Yeah. He was moving. Yeah. That's what it's about. Oh, that's, a, that's a Philly thing, too. When you have emotion, yeah. everybody have emotion yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. Soon as some shit blow that's up. Anywhere. I think that's anywhere you. though. Yeah. Exactly. Soon as soon as somebody see you coming up, like yeah, they want to attach they something. They see you mm. getting support, then mm-hmm. they start to support you. Fake yeah, love. It was somebody who had posted something. And he was just saying like he was like man, he was like why would somebody want to see you win if they had nothing to do with it? And I was like man, that's wild. But I I it'd be hard for me to understand it because I would feel that way. If you're having you know why would they? Yeah, he was like why would they? Like it literally. If, oh, okay, let's say, I know you, but I'm not attached to whatever your business is doing, and your business start booming. Like, why do I really want to see you win like, if like I don't benefit from it, that? Yeah. yeah, that's what I he mean, was I mean, I get it, but I can't relate, because it's right. like, and that's how to I me, I, you could be a complete stranger. You I want look you like me, right. and it's no shade that I ain't being racist or anything, but if you look like me and you came from where we I came from, you I want to see you win. Like, yeah. I, it could be a complete stranger. I'd be like, damn, she did that shit. Yeah. Or, damn, that's what's up. Like, yeah, like, I ain't, I don't know, i just never been that type of person. And I, I think it's all about how you be raised. Some niggas, see, that be the thing, too. Some people grow up with envy from the rip. Yeah. yeah. Your whole 100%. life you always been a nigga who could never get shit. You know, like think the niggas who be robbing niggas. 
Yeah. Be like, bro, you can easily just go hustle. Yep. You can easily just go trap and get your fucking bag up and do something. You know what I'm saying? I don't promote trapping and none of that shit, but I'm just saying, like, Some people you can be more you can trap legal shit. self-reliant versus going to go take something from somebody else. But I feel like they always was at that point of where, like, they always wanted it, could never get it. So now mm-hmm. you're just always looking up at motherfuckers type deal. And it, yeah, just, it creates envy. And that should just yeah. spill out into your whole life. But me personally, I just always, like, if I see niggas buy cars, I feel like I bought it. Like, if I watch someone yeah, like, yeah, like, that, had a bag, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I like, you said, like, we told Meek, that was, that's why Philly loved him so much. Yeah, because yeah. it was like, bro, we watched you go from being broke to being able to go buy a Rolls Royce. Yep. When you bought that joint, it was like, we bought that joint. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Philly yeah. got a Rolls Royce. Like, yeah. it was like, that's Meek, how we Meek are. Stamped, he stamped Rollies in the hood. Like, that's why, when it, it was something about that Rollie when it first touched my wrist. Like, I bought my first watch. That, it really felt like, damn. Like, yeah, that's like a little hood trophy. Cause yeah, it's like, turned it to a trophy. Yeah, yeah it's that like, was my caption when I got cut, my trophy. We, we cut. <laughs> 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 okay. Real rap, though. Like, coming from where we come from, it's like that. Like, like, like I said, they be feeling good in that moment. Like, I did that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know how people could just be like, hey, especially hating on a stranger. That's To me, that's crazy. Like, how you hate on somebody you don't know? Or how you upset at somebody coming up and you don't even know them? Like, that's crazy to me. I've never been, I don't know. Even even with, like, rap, we was talking about this earlier. Like, I be saying in a lot of different cities, if everybody do hair, if we all did hair, anywhere else but Philly, it'll be, oh, you do hair too? Oh, bet. I'm going to swing some, some, some your business way. your way. Or mm. I'm going to take you to this hair show with me. Or... You know what I mean? Or what you do? Or you do that? I don't do that. So we going we going cross promote. Mm-hmm. You don't get that a lot here. It's like, you know what I mean? Oh, you rap too? Oh, no, I ain't fucking with her. Like that's how it is. <laughs> and it's like I just never was that. Like you never heard me in no rap beef or rap none of that did. type of shit. Like even when they was trying to do it, I'm not. I ain't. I ain't getting paid that off shit. that. Yeah. yeah, like you beef with yourself. Yeah, no, that's facts. I and we was talking about this just. It was Monday. We just was shooting, and we just talking about how like just trying to change the collaborative spirit in Philly, just yeah. understanding like if we come together, we could win way quicker, way bigger than always just trying to fight the battle alone. You know what I'm saying? We share resources, this shit gonna go up. Everybody do their own thing. Nobody stepping on nobody's toes. And you gotta understand that people, the people gonna fuck with who they fuck with, period. Just because they listen to lead on me, they not gonna listen to X, Y, Z. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't gotta choose between one. I think that was always the misconception back in the day that the way they pinned artists against each other where it's like Big or Pac. Yeah. Nigga, I like both. Right. I listen to both. And I should be allowed yeah, to listen like, to both. I, listen to both. Be like. I, don't, I don't have to choose between Jake or me. I listen to both. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, well, I got picked. I can get both out. And again, we the only culture that feel like you got to stick in the one yeah, type you Any other genre of music, you never hear two country Singers like country beef, <laughs> or or no country pop artists like you know what I mean. It's just it's always our culture, That's but sad. again, it's like it's conditioning. Yeah. So Systematic. What else you on? Um, a little bit right there. I do the fitness thing, so I got a fitness company as well. You've been working out for a long time. Like yeah. you've always been heavy in the fitness. Yeah. That's crazy. What what made you get into fitness like that? I mean, I got. My ladies and my family, they thick on both sides, thick, thick on both sides. So, <laughs> so you got to keep it right. Yeah, I'm like, go yeah, wrong. you know what I mean? Like, I got to stay in pocket. I ain't had no kids yet either. So I'm yeah. like, that baby probably going to take me under. So let me, <laughs> let me stay right. So when I had a baby, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it just lifestyle, baby. too. Like, honestly, 
I look down there like I be I be I be uh, about my mental like a lot. Like so first when I first started going to the gym, I had a trainer. Mm-hmm. I hated it like everybody else. Like oh, I gotta go to the gym today. Mm-hmm. I'm like damn, why can't I change this? Like let me make myself like something about the gym. And I just started leaving it all at the gym. Stressful day, I'm going to the gym. Like mm. you know what I mean. So I made I, I conditioned myself to to like it. Right. And it was like the gym, like one of my favorite places to go. Like right. that's, I'm going four or five times a week minimum. And that's it's like I'm saying, leaving man. it all at the gym. Yeah, the gym is a spot. Like, once I get my eating shit right, you know what I'm saying? We're going to start with this diva meal. You know what I'm yes. saying? Because she gave me some healthy shit. Some of y'all be coming. You trying to fuck with my, you know what I mean? My you know fitness. what else got me into, into like fitness and trying to eat better and all that? L.A. too. Like I lived in L.A. for a couple months. This is almost like a year. It's crazy out there. Yeah, like even when, even when they eat. I turned pescatarian out there. Oh, I was pescatarian for like almost two years. Right. It's just like, and then when you see everybody, everybody look in shape. Mm-hmm. Like naturally. Right. And I'm like, oh, all right. Like, let me, let me, let me get, get some of that. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I just want to be the best version of myself that I could be. So, it's like, health is wealth for real, for real. And no, again, that's something else they don't teach us. They don't yeah. teach us that. Look at the, the food in our that. neighborhoods. We had to like, learn that. The food in our neighborhoods. And you go, you go 15 minutes outside the hood and they got all the healthy shit. All the healthy they ain't none of that in the hood, though. That, and that be the problem, too. That's what's hard about trying to be healthy in Philly, too. Like, just... Even if I, if I wanted to be vegan and eat right, it's hard as shit. Jamaican spots, Chinese spots, all Every the corner. other shit. Yeah, everywhere you go. it's everywhere. Popeyes. 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 They giving niggas Chop jelly cheese. biscuits. They doing whatever they can do. Like, they <laughs> yeah. on they they some biscuits shit. Yeah, crazy. Like, what? I ain't gonna lie. Like, what? It wasn't enough calories to begin with, <laughs> right. bro. Like, what? We put icing on niggas' biscuits now. Yo. Y'all Yo, gotta you stop lie this shit, bro. I ain't never yeah, tried it. I ain't even seen it. I ain't seen that shit. Strawberry biscuit or something. Yeah. I ain't gotta try that. It was a heavy set shorty, too. Like, <laughs> fucking that biscuit up. I'm like, girl, you better stop. <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking stop. <laughs> Damn well. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it be like that. This shit is crazy out here. But, and even trying to eat healthy, this shit costs a lot. Uh, really costs a lot. Yeah, it is. Like, you go to the market and you leave out with a healthy cart, that shit is gonna be a stack. Yeah. Like, but it's worth it, though. Because you feel good, eat good. That's a good. I'm about to grow a fucking garden. That's probably that's right. That's right. That's right. I was telling them the other day I went into Whole Foods. Like, I, I swear I was doing something in there. My cart got my little Starbucks before I went in there. Put a couple things in the cart. I started seeing them prices. I was like, mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> I parked that cart. I was <laughs> like, I'm going to shop right. Park the cart. <laughs> fuck that. Man, I would be cute another day. Fun. I'm not that bougie today. <laughs> Listen, that. that should be. That should get out of pocket. I feel like that. That's what they do, though. I think they they make it to where as though when you are not wealthy or you know you're a little bit under, they make it a little harder for you to yeah. eat be good. right. Yeah. Period. They want you to be fucked up. They want your mind to be fucked up. A lot of these foods, hormone, like you know what I mean. Yeah, it do. Hormones and all that shit. They throw your whole body off. Really we're, the, we're the most obese race Facts. in the world. Yeah. yeah. Obese, obese, diabetes, high blood pressure, all that. Yeah, like America, like we just obese, period. Yeah, like I had a, I had a friend. Whatever. She went to, uh, is it Colombia? Where we just start being able to go to? Cuba or Colombia? Cuba. She went to Cuba. She said she went to a restaurant and they like make everything fresh. Mm. Like the farm is right there. You mm. want, the restaurant yeah. is on the farm. She said their food was so fresh it made her sick. Compared to what we eat over here, damn. Yeah, so like the freshness of the food. Your body's so used food, to that shit. She couldn't even take it. 
That's she crazy. said she didn't even like the taste. That was the crazy part. She like, and I knew it was good. I knew it was good for me, but her body rejected it because she was just so, so used, used to that to process. Eating shit. Here, yeah. Wow. That's why I try to stay away from that shit. It's hard though because you don't even know what's what. Yep. You don't know what's what. What's organic? What's farm raised? What's GMO? Yeah, no, yeah like it's too good to be in the market. Too, like, huh? all right. So you go to the, the farmer's market, you thinking that's better. It's mm-hmm. like, we don't know what's what. Yeah, they definitely sell Whole Foods is, uh, you know, on, in trouble because a lot of shit they were saying was uh, organic. Wasn't Turned organic? out it was coming from China. I don't even know what organic means no more. they don't regulate the food from China. What's the, everything yeah, is organic. I don't trust shit they say no more. I went no to the more. nail salon and they said the nail polish was organic. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what that shit mean no more. What the Give fuck? me an organic nail. I never heard that. That's crazy. They like decompose on their own, like dissolve in the air. Organic clothes, organic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything could be organic, so I don't even get it. Like, it don't even yeah. sound organic no more. Yeah, it, it starts on labels. This on a sales boy. Yeah, it's, cause that's what it was. It really was. Like once people start getting on the health kick, they just understood the words that motherfuckers like. All right, I mean, we gonna call this organic now. Marketing. That just means we made that shit ourselves in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But listen, Lee, I appreciate you coming. Yeah, let sure. the people know, uh, you know, where to follow you, how to keep up with you, everything like that. Um, everything is just Lee Mazin, no G, L-E-E-M-A-Z-I-N, uh, LeeMazin.com, at Lee Mazin, just Lee Mazin, Google it, everything will pop up. Where the so, shop at, in case they want to come get some clothes, anything like that? This shop is, um, it's called Amazing Print and Designs. We are located on Allegheny between C and D, but we ship all around. So if you're in LA, wherever you're watching this from, you could get something done, just hit us up. Um, it's all in the bio on my Instagram too, if you want to check out the shop page. Listen, make sure y'all follow, support our business. Y'all know how we do. We like to support everybody in our culture. That's what we do over here. But y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Smooth. It's your girl Amber Gray, y'all. It's Lee Mason. You already know. It's cooking up 215 Best Podcast in Philly. Let's go.